0: Imagine the greatest collection of real-life entertainment on the planet, all in one place. Go ahead. Dare to stream with Discovery Plus. 55,000 episodes from networks like TLC, HGTV, Food Network, and more. If you can dream it, you can stream it. See what I did there? Discovery Plus. Stream now. Stream what you love.
1: Well, hello everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest Talk show. And today I am broadcasting from a little cold but sunny Atlanta, Georgia, also known as DATL. Guess what? I'm so grateful that you've joined me from all over the world. And I believe that the Spirit of God has attracted you here and that you're going to receive the downloads, you know, that one aha moment, you know, that one word, I always say one word from God or one idea from God can really change your life. So uh, I'm excited about it. Well, how are you doing today? Uh, Whatever time you're listening to the show, uh, uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening it is the right time. Well, i have a great show in store for you today. I have Dr. Rebecca Smith. She's going to be teaching us about how you were born to win. Can anybody really uh relate to that? And in part 1, i'm going to be teaching you about what my mantra is for the new year, which is get happy, stay happy. Be happy and see what happens. Get happy and see what happens. But before I do, I have a great, um, exciting news for you. I'm going to be having a free webinar on Saturday. I'm looking for my notes. January the 30th, beginning at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And why am I doing this? I'm going to be helping you to kind of get aligned for the new year, you know, everybody says 2021 is my year. Well, no, it's going to be the same old year because it's not the changing of the calendar or it's it's not because your days are moving on. It's because you've changed your mind and you have a plan as to how to execute and live out your dream life in 2021. So just go to my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. It's only going to be for an hour. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's a Saturday. I chose that day because that will allow my some of my international clients to to uh, watch it, and uh, you'll get a chance to see me in person, live and real. And raw and at the end I'm going to ask you some uh, I'm going to allow you to ask some questions so it's going to only be for one hour and it's going to be uh, centrally uh, focused on you know how to make 2021 your best year and what are some tips that I can give you in order to move forward so go to my website fulfillingyourpurpose.com and uh, you'll see the link there on my website and just get ready because I got some good juicy stuff for you. And if you would like to email me a question prior to the webinar, uh, email me at Constance at and I will answer it for you anything else uh okay guys you can go to my website fulfillingyourpurpose.com for those of you who are not ready you say i'm just not in a position to coach then you need to get my uh, secrets of success book it will really help you identify kind of where you are right now and what your stuff is part two is really going to take a look at um You know, what are some things that have been holding you back and how you can shift and change that. And in part three, I'm telling you how to execute your plan, how to build your dream team and move forward. And so, folks, it's not just wishing and hoping. It's really tapping into success systems. Uh, It is almost the end of January. And I have a question to you for you. Is it to you or for you? Y'all know what I'm talking about. What have you done differently in January? What mindset do you have? What, um, what plans have you executed? How are you leveling up your life? And that's why you need someone to coach you. You guys have heard me say over the last couple of weeks, I got a coach, uh, a physical exercise coach. And I've had, I've had many before. But this guy, don't tell anybody, y'all. But he's a, little, he's a little crazy. He pushes me really, really hard. But guess what? He has changed my body. And y'all know I've been a runner and a walker for 30 years and, you know, have gone to the gym to lift lift weights. But because he is an expert, because he is a master, he has had me do some stuff. I'm like, am I going to be able to do that? <laughs> and, and so... Uh, you know, that's what you need. You need somebody to coach you. And so if you're not ready to coach right now, you can get my book Secrets of Success, or you can reach out to me and I am ready to really help you create the life of your dreams. Y'all know, I think I'm more excited than my clients are because when they call me and they're like, oh my God, this is what I've done. I had a client call me this week and uh, she had uh, we had worked on her website. I told her she needed to get it changed, so she had changed her website, and then she had implemented another big action step, and she was just so excited, and I think I was more excited than she was. So you are worth the investment, and while you're on my website, have you been listening to this show for five years, seven years, ten years? 12 years, then if you have, I know this show has been a blessing to you. I freely give to you my best every single week. And now it's time for you to to give back. It's time for you to pay it forward for somebody else. It's time for you to begin to tap into the law of giving and receiving. So you can make your gift to the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show by, on my website by hitting the donate button. Or you can just cash at me, which is dollar sign, Constance Arnold, no spaces. And just let me know with your gift how much you really, really appreciate this show. All right, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. I'm excited about seeing all of you guys on January the 30th. Okay, so let me get started. So I'm going to be talking to you about my mantra for the year. And y'all know, I got to tell you the truth. I got it from from the church where I attend. Not that we've been in attendance, but it's been with D.E. Park. And so if anybody heard this, y'all know where I got it from. So I'm going to talk to you today about how in 2021, you got to make a decision how you're going to live your life. So I'm going to talk about get happy, stay happy, be happy, and see what happens and see what you create. So everybody say, I'm going to get happy, I'm going to stay happy, I'm going to be happy, and I'm going to see what I'm going to create in 2021. We know that happiness is a vibrational frequency. We live in states and frequency, frequencies all of the time. So when you are happy and are grateful, you're always giving out a signal from, from the universe as to who you are. You're like a broadcasting station. And, and we know that we live in a vibrational universe. Everybody knows that, right? And we are spirits in a material world. And so, one way in 2021, it's a decision, y'all, and I'm going to talk to you about the four levels of happiness. But when you are happy and grateful, and I'm just throwing grateful in, but when you are happy, you raise your vibrational level and you begin to attract to you happy, good, and wonderful things. Because remember, we we live in a vibrational universe, we are vibrational creatures, and so when you're happy and grateful, you vibrate into the universe and you bring more happy people, happy resources, happy opportunities. You've heard me say, when you complain, you remain. So everybody listen to me. You are always connecting to frequencies. So you have to intentionally, no matter what your outside circumstances are, make a decision that I'm in 2021, I'm going to get happy, I'm going to stay happy, I'm going to be happy and see what happens because you are always choosing. Choose this day If you're going to be happy or not. Now, you may say, well, Constance, how is happiness going to bring me money or or what I desire? Because happiness is a powerful state. We know that love, joy, peace, gratitude, and happiness are those higher vibrations. And when you live in a higher vibration or a higher flow of the spirit, you will attract more. So, hey, let's get happy and let's see what happens. All right? You're always choosing. You're always creating. You're always attracting. So I'm going to tell you these four levels of happiness really quick. Level number one is things. That means that you get your happiness from material objects. So it might be based on something external. You get a new car. How many of y'all know when you get a new car, you're like, oh my God, I love this car. And then like, Two years later, you might have three pairs of shoes in the back. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but it's short-lived. New clothes, a vacation, and you realize there is more. So that's level number one. That's things we know. Things, things ain't enough to to to, to sustain happiness. Happiness, uh, happiness level number two is accomplishments. You know, so uh, you know maybe you got your degree, you got a promotion. You're feeling better. Uh, It's very performance-based. You love being admired and validated. But what happens in happiness level number two when you you don't feel like you are not accomplishing anything? And I think it's kind of focused on ego gratification. And so it likes winning and feeling accomplished. But we know that that fades away. You know, I'm working with some very successful people And I'm like, how could you be sad when you have sang for five presidents or you just got through uh – singing on the stages with some of the most powerful people in the world. But people, happiness is not based on your accomplishments. So that's happiness level number two. Happiness level number three is giving to others. You know, that's where we're doing good things. We're philanthropic. We're helping others. We're making the world a better place. We got a desire for goodness, compassion, friendship, unity, all of the above. Uh, we want to affect people's lives. It's like a global connection. Y'all get the picture. But but just one one level of caution there. Even all of that sometimes cannot really give you sustained happiness because we know when you're dealing with people, it can be disappointing. We're all imperfect and we're flawed. And uh, if you're looking to that for happiness, it ain't gonna last. But let's talk about happiness level number four. What is that? We can't really define that. It, it's the most difficult to even define. We know that it's spiritual. Uh, it, it's mysterious. It, it's, it's indescribable happiness. It's really who you are. It's a state of being. Let me stay right there. It's a state of being, and we know it is your being who you are, your being that really attracts. You've heard me say you attract who you are, which is your being, not what you desire. So it is who you are. It it, it is a state of mind and nothing outside can really steer your happiness when you're in that happiness, happiness state. I would say that's the spiritual state and, and it's, It's your connection with God. It's a high level of being. Uh, It's where you're not a human doing. You know, the other states where we were accomplishing and we were giving and we were buying material things, nothing wrong with any of that. But if you want to have sustained happiness, if you want to get happy and stay happy and see what happens and create your life in 2021, it has to be at this level. So most of us are very performance-based. We are human doings instead of beings. And when you're at level number four, happiness becomes your state of being. I don't care if, the, if somebody hit your car, if the kids tore up their bike, if your boss got on your last nerve, you will not be disturbed. About any of that. So let me just talk about some ways, some levels of living. So everybody say in 2021, I'm getting happy, staying happy, and being happy. All right. So more than just getting happy, you're gonna be happy. Like I said, you're gonna be happy, get happy, be happy, and see what happens. It's a state of being, not depending on who's in office politically, who's your political party, what part of the world you live in, et cetera. They did a study of people who were really affluent and on the Forbes 1000 list. And and they compared it to these people uh, in this village and, and they had mud homes. But the thing was, they They were just as happy they didn't have any kind of internet or nothing like that, but they found that they were just as happy or happier. Why? Because they had connected relationships, they were grateful for their food, they laughed a lot, et cetera. Have you ever seen some of the uh, of the kids in Africa and they may not have everything that we have here in in the states? But they're just so happy, they're laughing, and, and, and they are dancing around. So you're going to have to make the decision. You're not waiting for anything outside of you to, to happen. You're going to get happy right now and stay happy with what you have. Because once again, I'm reiterating, happiness is your state of mind, who you are at all times, regardless of your circumstances. So you're not going to, you're not going to, I'm going to get happy when I get more money. No, you're going to get happy and stay happy with what you have right now. And then more will come to you. Remember I said at the beginning, get happy, stay happy, create and see what happens. And so the 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 happier you are, the more that comes to you. I, I interviewed Marcy Shamow from The Secret about 10 years ago, and it was Get happy for no reason. I'm like, why would I do that? Because whenever whenever you are living in a happiness, blissful state, more comes to you. So these are the four levels of living. Number one, get happy and see what happens to you in your world in 2021 as you maintain your state of happiness. Everybody say to me. Number two, get happy and see what's happening around me in 2021. That's another level of living. So it's what's happening to you, what's happening around you, and then get happy and see what happens in you. That's another level of of living. Uh, The fourth level is Get happy and see what's happening through you. Because remember, life is happening through you, through your beliefs, through your intentions, through, through your states of being happy. So so in that state, you're really waking up to your creating power. You're creating your life by your state of happiness. Y'all see that? So you're getting happy, and you see what is happening through you, through what you believe, through what you feel, through what you imagine. But then I love this state. Get happy and see what happens as you. Wow. So as you means that you realize that you are a God in the earth, that you were created by God, you're created like God, and you're creating as a God. So when you get happy and see what happens as you, you're really creating your life moment by moment. Okay, it's 10 o'clock, I'm having a cup of coffee, and I'm happy and grateful. When 11 o'clock comes, comes, it's it's 11 o'clock, I'm happy and I'm grateful. I'm creating what as you. So get happy and see what happens to you. Everybody see that? Get, Get happy and see what happens around you in 2021. Get happy and see what's happening in you. And then get happy and see what's happening through you. That's when you realize that you are a creative power. But then lastly, I love this level. Get happy and see what happens as you. Because you're created by God. You're creative like God. And you're creating as a God. Woo! I love that. I love that. So, so this is just very, very powerful when you realize that life in 2021 is happening as you. Okay, shake yourself, folks. Life is happening as you. As you raise your level of vibration, life is happening as you. Not to you, not for you, but life is happening as you. So everybody, what are we going to do? We're going to get happy, we're going to stay happy, and we're going to be happy. We're going to realize that there there are levels of creating, or do you want to get happy and see what happens to you, around you, in you, through you? Level number four, life is happening through you, or get happy and see what happens Because life is happening as you. It is your state of being. It is your state of being that determines what kind of life you're going to live in 2021. This is so good. I'm going to listen to it again myself. Get happy, stay happy, and be happy remember what a powerful creator you are and that you are raising your level of vibration to this level. In 2021, life is happening as I believe. Life is happening as I am happy. Life is happening as I am grateful. Life is happening as I am thinking. Life is happening as I am believing. Wow. Make sure you share this show uh, with a friend, with a co worker. I want each one of you to share this show with one person because this is life changing. Uh, this is life changing um, revelation, y'all, because so many people are trying to create from the outside all creation of what you desire in 2021 folks is coming through you. You are actually creating your own life every moment by the states that you choose to live in. Okay. I could I could teach a whole hour on that show, but guys, we're going to go to these quick commercials, and I can't wait to hear um, what Dr. Rebecca Smith is going to teach us about how we were born to, to win. We're born to be winners. It's in us, and how we can do that. Uh, make sure you stay tuned and I'm going to be right back after these quick
0: commercials stay tuned everybody for the past 30 years Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships wealth and career her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out Constance will be right by your side talk to her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com.
1: Well, everybody, I am back, and I'm really excited about my show today. And I know you're saying Constance, you're always excited, and you are exactly right. My very special guest is Dr. Rebecca Luisa Smith, is a world-renowned film festival doctor, and she is the author of Born to Do It, Becoming the Leader of a Business Niche Using Powerful spiritual techniques. We love that. Rebecca wants to save all of us entrepreneurs from the same headaches that she experienced. And that's why in her book, she combines finding and defining the niche that empowers you practical business skills and the spiritual magic that ignites acceleration we love having folk like dr rebecca so dr rebecca smith welcome to the law of
2: attraction radio network Hi. So nice to be here. You're a fantastic host. I love it. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Well, I have about 100 questions for you. Let me get comfortable. And um, so let's get started. Tell listeners a little bit about your story. But before you do, where are you? Are you in Mexico? Where are you? I am. I'm Mexico City. Um, Lovely over here. Really nice part of the world. Okay. And your accent, you're originally from... I'm actually from the UK. The UK, so, okay. Yeah, so, so Doctor Rebecca, you. with your with your English accent and my Southern accent, it should be a real interesting <laughs> show today, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be dull. So this going to be. <laughs> so,
1: tell our listeners a little bit about your story.
2: So, uh, my story is quite interesting in terms of the way I thought I wanted to go in life was not the right way, and I took a massive U-turn so I thought from what other people told me that my life path was working within the world of academia so I just kept doing studying and then when I was studying for my PhD in Wales now in Aberystwyth in the UK I then began to produce a horror film festival as a distraction I thought I was going to be in the world of academia I thought I was going to be a lecturer I was going to do research I was going to be academic full stop but then when I got asked to co-produce this festival which is called the Abattoir Horror Festival um that became not a distraction, but actually I actually tuned in without knowing to my sole purpose. So I loved doing that. I loved working at the festival. I loved producing it and being in the film industry. But then I thought, do I want to do this as a job? It's well, hang on. No, no, I want to do academia, don't I? Then at a conference, a friend of mine turned around and said, isn't academia the best thing in the world? I went, no, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. I just, then it's like, unless it's been in the film industry. So then I left academia after doing my PhD. And then I um, devoted my whole life to, which I got, I devoted my whole life to my business, which is the film festival doctor. And what we do is we help our clients get their films seen in festivals. And this all came through working at the festival, seeing a gap in the market, and tuning into my sole purpose.
1: Yeah, I love that, you know, and so many people need that, Dr. Rebecca, right now because of the pandemic, there's been a shift. I think a lot of people are thinking, I thought I wanted to work on this job, but since I've been at home, i realize realized that
2: in my soul, that is not what I want to do. Exactly, exactly, and it's a good point you said about the pandemic, because one of the things in the books, I wrote the book during the pandemic, I'm just going back to my book for a minute, and one of the things that I wanted to put out there was there is time for you to like, tune into your self purpose during the pandemic, because, I mean, being at home, you've got a bit of time to like just work on you and think, and think about, is this what I want to do? Okay, so I've been laid off work. So what's open to me next? And nothing's closed. It's actually a massive door that's opened. Mm, that's a great. So let's, let's help some folk
1: out there today globally, uh, Dr. Rebecca So. How would listeners begin to discover their purpose and what they were born to do? When we've been so programmed, kind of like you and like me, you got to do one, two, three, four, but in
2: our soul, we know I'm not really happy. Exactly. So the way to tune in is actually not one. It's not the easiest thing to do when you tune into your soul purpose. And the reason being is because it's not something that you consciously think you might want to do today. Then, when you sit down and you have to ask yourself these questions, you think okay. first, this, what is it that I'm most drawn to? What hobby, craft, skill? So, for example, a client of mine who um, went from doing a boring job to making candles as his, as his perfect job, he loved making candles. Then also think, what kind of activity or hobby or craft can you do? What of it was that you think you can do? Like, unlimited amount of time, like forever. Like, the time flies by and lunch and dinner pass. It's all about that one thing. And and what is it that you wake up drawn to? So when you wake up in the morning, you think, oh, I can't wait to get this started. Because that's your calling. It's kind of saying that the universe is what you're supposed to be doing. So when I mentioned about the film festival, I was enjoying the PhD. I wasn't not enjoying it. I mean, it was hard work, but I, you know, committed to doing it because that's what I would do with the project. Um, But then when the festival came on, I remember realising when I was helping filmmakers and talking to them and getting their films into the festival and producing the festival, i actually thought i've actually come alive mm. when I, in the phd i became a little bit like this a bit like mm-hmm. I, then in the festival was like i was me and someone said you look different you look really glowing what's happened i went i just realized what i'm supposed to be doing in my life <laughs> 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 so it was very much like but it's like that aha moment but then with that friend of mine with the candles he said to me oh i can't do a full-time job as making candles you know it won't pay and that's limiting belief there's a market for mm-hmm. Seven so everyone wants a candle. Every, every company is a candle, like spas, restaurants, shops, people's homes, you know? So think about it. Think, don't be too, like, narrow-minded here. There's a much bigger resource you could open up to, and especially so when it comes to your sole purpose. So just think about what it is. Think about that thing. You just think, when you wake up, oh, my God, I'm so excited to, you know, start sending emails about my new client's film or making the candles, you know, mm-hmm. big sign. But just dwell on it. And then write notes and give it a week or so. And you'll then soon know what it is because you'll get that aha moment. Well, you know, I'm I'm so glad you mentioned limiting beliefs because I
1: can hear some of my clients all the way in Africa or maybe Asia saying, Dr. Rebecca, well, you know, I really want to do this, but I have a family to take care of. How can I really, uh, I, I might know what my sole purpose is, but will I be able to financially support myself?
2: Exactly. I mean that's a big thing. Well, I mentioned in the book as well is one of the things you have to think about is when you've tapped into your sole purpose, you have to then ask, is there a market for it? Mm-hmm. Make a business out of this. So for example, if your sole purpose is stamp collecting for yourself, then no, because that's obviously a hobby, but you're good at doing that, you know. But then in terms of business, is there a market for it? And the way to find that out is is there demand. So it's doing like, you know, Zoom chats with locals and saying, you know, some idea for my business, is there a market for it? Doing your research online. And then you'll know There's something like candles, something like hairdressing, beauty mm-hmm. is a big yes most of the time. <laughs> it just has to be to really hone in on your niche, you know, to really get laser focused on it, to really get the best you can to your client and just really focus on one thing that you're good at. will then get the best kind of results. One
1: thing. So how would somebody find their niche? So to what does the- that look like. And by the way, I love how you wrote your book and how you have questions and exercises in the back to help support the principle that you shared. Thank you. Thank you very
2: much. Yeah, they're good to do the exercises to keep you focused mm-hmm. on what you're to be doing. So in terms of finding the niche, the niche, you call it, um, I like that. That's my certain accent. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's great. It's, mine mine's just so common. Um, but yeah, one of the things to do is when you when you find it, think, okay, So say for example, you're really knowledgeable at social media, but what aspects, so okay, so are you, for example, really good at creating video content for Facebook ads, or are you really good at helping businesses launch their brand on Instagram? Mm-hmm. Are you good at? Those for LinkedIn that are more business-like and more educational. Just give you some examples there. So figure out what it is with that corner and really hone in on it. And when you know that, then think about what aspects you could really do as a business. So let's say, for example, you're really good at Facebook, and the area that you're best at is knowing how to market small businesses using Facebook marketing. That's your niche. So don't go to they – don't be like the jack of all trades. Like, you know, oh, I do LinkedIn, I do Pinterest, I do Twitch. And it will help you get on there you know, I'm really good at doing this one thing in the best way to get you to an investment and get your money back and make you money. That's what I do to help That's you. That's good. Then, then it's going to be very much of a disorganized focus. I mentioned that in the book, is that one thing I did do was I went off my niche. Because obviously my niche is helping people get their films into festivals. There's a market for it, there's a global market, and it's a thriving market. But when I, tried, when I wanted to help my clients more, I went a bit over the top. Then I started, to, I wanted them to help them get their films sold, you know, to Netflix, all these kind of people. Mm-hmm. But I realized I was in way too deep because I had no contacts in that area. I just wanted to help them and, you know, find the contacts myself. And it was going way off piste and it didn't work at all. But then I actually found many years later, someone actually who could do that, that I can refer my clients to. I can still help, but, they, you know, but I delegate, but I to doing what I do best. That's good. And I think
1: one of the key um, principles is there has to be a market. And because the market and the needs and the demands of the world globally has shifted because of the pandemic, people need to really tap into that. Like I have a friend that um, she used to be a travel agent, but since people aren't traveling, she's really had to shift. So people really need Do you feel like people need to take a look at, wow, this is what I really love, Where I feel that my purpose is, but right now, because of what's happening, there's not a market for
2: it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's the thing is, I mean, obviously travel has been obviously hit, like Mm -hmm. when it comes to, like with your friend said, when it comes to the pandemic. So yes, but there's always a way around these things. Um, I always find, like for example, with travel, um, you could always... It may not be as much money, but then there's other forms of travel that you could book for or to book in advance for, you know, for like 2021, 20, 2021 or something. But I find sometimes it can be quite a challenge when you've got to think outside the box. Like for example, with my business, film festivals went online and they, they couldn't go live, big live events because right. of the pandemic. So people did say to me, "When oh, that's not good for you. You've had to stop all work. Well, no, 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 They've just moved online. So, you know, it's, they've, done, they've moved online. So we're still busy, really busy than we've ever been. They couldn't understand that. They said, oh, nothing's happening. I said, well, what it is. It's happening online. And a friend of mine in travel, she did this thing where people had this virtual holiday where they like went mm. to Italy when they were in Spain or when they were in the US or something. And that was like a way of getting the travel industry going, just putting you there and just seeing, you know, insights to the country. So it, it's always a, a great move. And I think stuff like the pandemic makes us think outside the box and to be more creative with our businesses. Well, it sounds like a mindset shift,
1: mindset change, and really taking a look at your limiting beliefs around yes. what's possible. What, what would you say about that, around what's possible, around what
2: an entrepreneur can do, et cetera? I think anything's possible if, you, as you say, shifts the, shift the mindset. Um, mm-hmm. when, the, when the pandemic um, occurred, I was in the States at the time because I was in America at a film festival. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was at the very... I was at the film at the first festival that actually finished. I was at the, the festival that had to stop. It didn't, it, it carried on until it should do. And then that was it. Nothing happened live for many months. And I was at the very last festival that did that. And I was, we had to get back to the UK because there was a travel ban happening. and It was about, mm-hmm. to, it was really quite stressful. But then I had to literally overnight, adapt to my business and shifted it to work around the pandemic. So I said to people as you know, don't worry, keep swimming to festivals. Don't stop swimming to festivals, keep on swing to festivals but just remember to maybe just adapt your mindset to enjoying the online experience and not the live in-person experience. I had to keep saying that several times, like every day to clients and, and my social media, because people thought everything had stopped, everything was finished, but it hadn't. And then I adapted did a podcast episode about how to adapt around it and yourself. And I just shifted the whole business to, to work around this and you it will be here for a while. And how to adapt, you know, how to be flexible. Because every time I do a project, we've always got a plan A, plan B and plan C. But filmmakers don't always have that. They have just a plan A. So I think, well, let's think of plan A, plan B and plan C for the film. So We can still get it seen, whether it be virtual, whether it be in person, whatever happens. You can just make the best plan for it. And they were like, oh, they, they had to get open themselves. So my business also became educating my filmmakers as well as mm-hmm. and getting results. So it was like a double the work. But then it paid off really well because everyone felt more confident in themselves and their film. Well, it sounds like that you changed paradigms
1: and pivoted very quickly. You know, a, a lot of people don't do that. And a lot of people, especially entrepreneurs, business owners, a lot of them are no longer in the brick and mortar. They're at home and they're just trying to figure out what can they do. And many of them feel like a failure. So how can they use their failure, their sense of, I don't know what to do. Uh, This is too much for me. What would you say to those people?
2: I would say, first of all, there is no failure, only feedback. And that's an old proverb. Oh, I love
1: that. I, I've never heard of that. Okay. Oh, I'm, yeah. I, I'm
2: going to take that one, Dr. Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no failure, only feedback.
1: Mm.
2: So, well, Not all of our films get into festivals. Well, they all get into festivals, but not every single one. So the feedback, although it's a no, the feedback is always like, ah, well, not that one, but something else will replace it. Mm-hmm. So- well, when I mentioned about that story where I wanted to help my filmmakers by finding them distribution companies and Netflix, which I'm not equipped to do, I remember that night when I sat down and came up from this awful meeting. It was horrendous. I remember just being, not knowing any answers and being so out of my depth and just so inexperienced. It was embarrassing. I felt like a fraud. I felt like a fraud in myself. And I remember crying when I got home and I just couldn't go on. So the next morning when I woke up, I thought, I'm not going to do this anymore. I apologized to the people I met and said, you know, it's, I'm sorry about that. It's not the right thing for the business, but let me try and help you with someone else that can, I can put you in touch with. Mm-hmm. I just had to leave it. And then since I left it and accepted that, okay, that didn't work, but it doesn't mean I fell completely because I can still find a solution. It's a different way of doing it. At the time I thought there'd be no end in sight. That's it. It's finished. And when I began to focus on what I do best, then more people came towards me who wanted to help the business. And also help me find solutions to those problems that I couldn't do myself. So it's a case of there's always a solution, but it might not be you that can actually fix it. Mm-hmm. It could be another company that you collaborate with. That's why your strategic partnerships are absolutely vital, just to, not just in the pandemic, but generally for your business so that you can then help solve solutions. And then that will be your, that's your sole purpose, finding stuff outside the box and finding ways to connect people and finding ways to heal um, without having to do it yourself and put a burden on you. You have to delegate. So that's the best thing to remind yourself: is if you think you failed, you haven't. You've just now got to find a different way to solve the problem. That's where going to be someone else to do it for you that you could then trust. I love that. You know, even with me, uh,
1: I have a joke. um, You know, I coach everybody, but I tell people I'm scared of teenagers. You know, (laughs) I realize. Do not bring to me your teenager. I worked in the uh, school system for years before I became a coach uh, uh, and a talk show host, and I realized that's not my niche. I mm-hmm. had too much struggle there. I, you know, I don't really flow that well. So I think that's really great insight that you're giving to entrepreneurs. And so yes. it 's really like a journey you 're discovering you're exploring what works for you, what doesn 't work for you, what you 're really great at, what you need to delegate and and really uh resource out to somebody else
2: exactly because that then builds this strong team who you can trust, and then obviously more work comes your way through their network, so it 's network net worth but there 's always a solution there 's never like there 's never like no solution. Um, when you know what you want, and then you'll find it by a different way of being presented. I mean, like, the universe always gives us what we want. It's always sometimes comes in different ways, as I found out very recently. But then I'm so grateful that I'm here in Mexico City, where I want to be. So, very so, so would you say
1: you're fearless? You seem rather fearless. I'm just going for it. I'm going to
2: give it a mm-hmm. try. I'm going to take the quantum jump. Yes, I think I am because I've built resilience. Like every day I always build resilience. But I'm also confident too because before I meet a client who is going to pay me to work with them, I always prepare and I always look in advance and I always do my research. And one client wasn't sure to hire me because I said, I need to be like really passionate about the film like I am. Well, I am, but obviously I'm, I'm from the business side, so I'm not always going to be maybe as over the top, as, not over the top, but you know, maybe as mm-hmm. passionate. I didn't make it, but, you know, but I'm passionate in the business way. And he was like, oh, okay. You know, so then he began to get more confident in me, the trust in me. And I said to him, you know, I can get you the results you want because I've given you this plan. And when he gave, when he saw a business plan, he was like, oh, a business plan, right? You know, so it's so that kind of thing where I always come prepared. I always plan ahead in terms of how I can help and then have my notes ready, do my research. It's a crucial thing to do that. You have to know the person you're dealing with in the field and then questions you could ask them, uh, which would be, you know, things like, you know, their creditors or something that you've seen on, on the internet, on the website that you want to pick up on. So it shows that you've taken an interest, and you're committed already. That way get getting a step closer towards working with them. And also on yourself, you become excited about the project because you've done your research in advance.
1: Yeah, and that's the way I do all of my guests. I feel like I know you because I read everything about you. I looked at all your pictures. Uh, I jokingly said, for those who are listening, I said, Rebecca has blonde hair and I'm going to wear my blonde hair today. You know, we're going to be kind of like sister twins or something, you know, but, you know, just really becoming one with the product, person, company, goods, and our services. People appreciate that and they, uh, they feel appreciated, and they w- they want
2: that. Exactly, they do, and that's for me. Customer service is key. Every client, no matter what package they have or what service they use or what product they might have brought from my shop, every single one is a five star client, no matter what price it is. You get treated the same. Obviously, there'll be more time with the clients you work with on bigger projects. Mm-hmm. That's going to be longer term, because uh, that's mm-hmm. inevitable. But then you know, everyone else we looked after is they're in part of the part of the home, you know, it's part of how they're treated. No one feels different. That's very important because your sole purpose um brings you people that want your services and you treat them like anybody else would that's an absolute given
1: without a doubt i love that so branding 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 that seems to be uh the question that most entrepreneurs ask themselves how can i brand myself how can i brand my products goods and or services what would you say to people all over the world
2: it's very important that you have very strong brand awareness and that you live up to your brand's promise so, my brand's promise is your partner for successful film festival exposure. That's what we have to do, and that's what we always do. Um, so, that's important, but also the right colors. So, one thing I mentioned in my book is when I met Marie Diamond, who is part of The Secret, she's the I mm-hmm.
1: know. French- no. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: she's great, isn't she? So, she's brilliant. And then she told me um, quite a few things in terms of uh, my branding that it was a bit off point. So, when I first started the company, um the way that it was presented was that my on my logo there's a woman who's on the logo and it says my company name and then my slogan but then her back was looking to walk, her shadow back towards the logos word, you yeah. know and also it was it was all black there was no color it was all black and Marie looked at it and she took my business card and she said, Oh, there's something wrong with energy. That's why you're not getting the clients you want. Something's going slow. There's a big stagnant energy in your business. And I was like, What and the colors? She went, Yeah. She went, First of all, it needs lots more color, red and gold, with part of what you do for the festival industry. Mm-hmm. Also, the big blocking factor is that the woman is looking, uh, has her back towards your shop window, so to speak, your company name. So that way she's turning her back on, the, on your clients. I went, really? She went, change that around so the woman faces in alignment with your logo, with your wording, and add those colors, and there'll be a difference. And I went, wow, I'm going to do this right now. So literally the day after I met her, I hired her, got a new uh, logo changed, and my God, it uplifted the whole business, the colors, the energy, everything flowed. It was incredible. Um, And that was thanks to her with her, what she calls her, um, Abundant Colors of the Universe, Quantum Colors. And she told me, like, things about me. She said, oh, you're all in black. You know, look at me now. I'm obviously bright. She said, oh, you're all in black. You know, you you need a lot more color to bring out the codes of the universe to attract the right clientele and also your mindset. And I was like, really? I mean, she looks amazing. She was, like, wearing these bright clothes, and she shone like a diamond, literally. Mm -hmm. Maybe she's got a point. So I read her book, and then we had a consultancy, and then we changed my clothing from black to you know much brighter colors to access the universe and it worked a treat and it made me happier myself by having the right colors well,
1: speaking of the universe, you talk about the spiritual magic. And uh, since it's the Law of Attraction Radio Network, uh, Dr. Rebecca, I want you to talk about what is uh, cosmic ordering. How do you integrate spiritual principles in your business? I mean, that's how I live my life and I run my business. But I think entrepreneurs now are realizing that all of
2: that is really one. So, what can you share with entrepreneurs? So it's very important that you obviously have, as I mentioned in the book, is to have your um, infrastructure for your business in place, which is the key things having like you know your sales pipeline. As I mentioned, mm-hmm. the and business uh, those principles, but also you have to integrate as well spiritual techniques um, to help in terms of your mindset and also to attract the right type of you know with law of attraction clientele. So, for example, with cosmic ordering, that is a way of like asking what you want, but in a specific way. So, for example, um, Ellen Watts, who uh, is the book publisher, actually, for my book, she's incredible, and her book, Cosmic Ordering Made Easier, opened me up to actually getting what I wanted in the universe and how to co-create. And obviously, we're here with our sole purpose, put on something earth, on this earth to do whatever we're supposed to be doing. And then we need to have cosmic ordering, for example, one of the techniques to actually then attract what we want and to ask for it. Obviously, you don't ask, you don't get, as we know. with these mm-hmm. kinds of but She said to me, what you have to do is you ask... Um, you say to the universe, what I really want is a car parking space upon my arrival to Mexico City um, shopping mall. At the end, you say, for the good of all concerned. Does that way? Mm, I like want that. You? Yeah. She doesn't want, you say that, but she, she, doesn't want you, she doesn't want someone else who's out for you to gain. So it's like, you know, we're all in this together. It's all for the good of all concerned. When you say that, it will come to you. And I was like, okay, I was interested. I wasn't sure at first, a bit do is what you told me. But then when I did it, I was like, wow, I've got that parking space. So I did a little little exercise and I thought, here's a big challenge because getting a parking space in central London, the UK is horrendous. It's the worst place to park, there's no spaces. So I thought, well, here's a go, I'm gonna drive in, try and get a space. And literally I asked it before I left, drove in the car and then got to the high street. I was like, okay, well, let's try and find my space. And the car suddenly falls out. I was like wow is that divine timing yes but also because I asked as well so you know everything's coming together got the parking space no problem was there a couple of hours it's amazing um I use it for everything but also in your business too you know for example each morning I place my orders and ask for you know to get a certain lead that I want a certain client lead closing a deal uh, getting one of my films to a festival asking that kind of stuff and it works you see it all come through um but you have to let go you 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 have to let go um if you expect and try and find it it'll block it so it's a case of trusting let it go and then see it come back in it might come a different way to what you expect because for example when i play order in the morning about one of my films getting into a festival um i always think well there's there's no notifications coming in today so it won't come in today will it but then someone else on email says i'd love to i'd love to i'd love to screen the film please you're like oh so it's different ways to getting your order be delivered. It's a key thing, and it helps change your perception. Well, you know, I have
1: people of all faiths—Christians, Muslim, Buddhists. So, are you saying you're praying, or when you cosmic ordering, are you declaring or affirming what
2: you want? It's affirming what you want, which you know exactly what it is that you want. I want that parking space, and I'd like to mm-hmm. to get it. I want that client. I want us to work together, you and our universe, to get it. I'll be able to serve for them. I'll get the best for them. The universe can help bring bring that person into my life. But it's like a case of what you have to let go of is thinking of how it will come in and what way it might come in and who it could be. It could be someone completely different to what you expect. Um, So it's important that you just let go of expectations or a certain way to come in and that you just let it flow. And that will happen when you're really busy. Sometimes when I'm like manic in the office in the morning, I'm like doing emails, stuff comes in that I've asked for. I forgot I asked for them because I've just let go completely.
1: So what else can you share with entrepreneurs, especially in this space and time, that they can do from the inside? You know, you talked about cosmic ordering. Of course, they have all of their practical business skills in place. What, what, I mean, what can people do like when, when, you know, they feel like, everything is shifting, they're not getting as many sales and or customers as they used to, what what would they need to shift and change in their mindset?
2: It's to be, I'd say now more than ever, is to be extremely like a lot more clear. So for example, okay. by manifesting clearly what you want, both in your mind's eye, visually, and also, uh, very importantly, is on paper. So when you manifest, it's really important that you don't that you don't make it so that it's um, vague. You know, know exactly what it is that you want. You know, be clear on that, and don't be um, what's the word? Um, don't be um, what's the word? D- don't be kind of I, I like say things like I'm strong. That's a bit vague. <laughs> yeah, do- that
1: is vague
2: that i find does not work and i tried that when i first started manifesting and i thought why am i don't feel like i'm getting what i want because i'm not being pacific mm-hmm. and I think, ever you have to be pacific um because it's just not going to um get to where you want it to be otherwise you're not going to be able to get what you want if you don't know what you want to say to the universe you've got to articulate what it is that you want clearly and that's also as i say when you visualize it you know visualize what you do want not what you don't want uh visualize collaborating with somebody, you know, shaking a handshake in your mind and smiling together, winning an award or something. All of that really, really matters. So
1: do you visualize every day? Uh, Do you visualize your ideal client or or, are the films that you want to share with the world? Uh, Tell us about that. And, and would you encourage other entrepreneurs to do that? Because we have so many things going across our mind, you know, yeah. visually and, and with images. What would you share with entrepreneurs?
2: I would say without a doubt, it's extremely important um, to have a, a vision board. So obviously, you know what a vision board is. Mm-hmm. Um, but vision boards are crucial mm-hmm. because that way the universe, Marie told me, universe always needs words and pictures, So when you clearly affirm in detail what it is that you want and then put an image that resonates with you, that will then come together. If you look at it twice a day, those images become reality because you can picture it in your mind's eye very clearly. And so
1: you don't actually, let's just say on your vision board, you may look at a film, upcoming film. and you So you look at that and then you visualize and then you go about your work and then during the evening you do the same thing again.
2: I look at it before I go to bed mm-hmm. So, ah, you know, it's all exciting and it's all, it's all there. Um, so I feel very, uh, very much when I see it, I think, yes, that's coming together. I, I can feel it. You have to feel the feelings in your body when you look at the pictures and, the, and listen to the so words. True. true. If you're not connecting, like, heart, mind, body, soul with the images and the words, then it's not going to... It's not going to connect. It's not going to resonate. And then you're not going to feel it. We're not going to think it. And you won't be able to feel it or think or feel it. They're coming together hand in hand. I never used to do that when I was younger. I never used to really feel anything. Mm -hmm. I do. So now it's a lot different in terms of um, energy. It's different as well. Very different energy levels because I'm feeling it more. Um, And if you don't feel what you want, if you can't see it, then it won't manifest in reality.
1: You seem very happy. Very grateful and very centered.
2: Thank you. Yes, I mean I wasn't at first when I got here to Mexico because uh, my plans changed in terms of my um, of where I was gonna live. So I was my plan was to make my move to LA mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So I had my visa but needed to get it stamped, but it had the paperwork to show it could get it was all in process, but that that wasn't it didn't go down well at LAX Airport. So I got detained and sent back to Mexico. Nah. And, oh, yeah, it was pretty bad. But then the universe put me here to be safe away from coronavirus. Also, everything's locked down in California, in L.A. right now. My apartment's, can't get into my apartment. But I feel better here, and I'm in no rush to go. I'm going to go when the time is right. I might have rushed it a bit. I don't know. The universe was clearly saying, not yet. Not yet. Let's put you back where you need to be. And I love it here. So,
1: and, but- so, and so you're in gratitude there, and you're in peace there. Even
2: though things you're not in la
1: yeah exactly
2: so la is uh is um i love la and also love other parts as well but um la is where the film industry is obviously yeah but then every day i wake up and i just look outside and i've got a lovely view here where i'm in i'm on in condesa in mexico city i look outside and i think my god i'm so grateful i said thank you mexico for looking after me and saving me and protecting me and the people here are so welcoming I didn't know what to expect. I was quite scared coming here because I'd never been before, and you know you always hear here, things don 't you? but when you actually get here, you're like reality is it's actually wonderful. This is a wonderful country, and Mexicans are one of the nicest people that go out your way to make sure that you 're okay, which is mm-hmm. absolutely incredible well, you know
1: and lastly, I just want to say to listeners, sometimes when things are not happening, you sort of have to rest and trust God or the universe that. It's just, it may not be the right timing for you. You seem to do that very well.
2: Yes. And that's a skill I've learned through very good therapy, but also very good mentors who also have a book as well. Just help, having them in my journey is incredible because they're, they're very, help me stay grounded. in was the crazy energy that goes around. They're very mm-hmm. grounded and also very um, very very knowledgeable. So I learned so much from them. And I learned about myself. I might need to just, you know, step back a little bit. Um, but they do help me in my journey and also they give me the tools which I then utilize and do myself.
1: Well, tell listeners, how can they get your book? What is your website? What services do you
2: offer all of the above? So my website is RebeccaLouisaSmith.com. You can find I love out- your name. <laughs> Thank you. You can find out more about my book and all of the book on there. And also you can find out how to work with me both if you work in the film industry and want to get your film into festivals, we can do that for you. And also I do one-to-one mentoring for helping you tap into your soul purpose as well. Okay. Is, um, so yeah, I love doing that. It's, it's really exciting. And I'm also on an Instagram, which is at Rebecca film doctor. So that's R E B E K A H F I L M D R.
1: Great. That's awesome. And so you got any famous parting words for uh, for listeners all over the world? Rebecca, we are all listening.
2: My hashtag is you are born to do it. You are what it is. I can help you find out in the book and you talking to me, but you are. And don't think that you're not. It's not just a special thing for some one or two of us. It's for everybody. And it's in within you. It's got to just get it out.
1: Yeah. It's been an honor to interview you. I love your spirit. I love your energy. And hey, guys, I want you to reach out to Dr. Rebecca, go to her website, follow her on Instagram, and really take advantage uh, of her services and of her expertise. Thank Mm -hmm. you. It's so great connecting with you and everybody. I want you to have a great week. And as I say every week, this is my new mantra for 2021. Get happy and be grateful and see what happens. Everybody, have a great
0: week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Imagine the greatest collection of real life entertainment on the planet, all in one place. Go ahead. Dare to stream with Discovery Plus. 55,000 episodes from networks like TLC, HGTV, Food Network, and more. If you can dream it, you can stream it. See what I did there? Discovery Plus. Stream now. Stream what you love.